What is? The? It's the second day of the week, right? It's just Wednesday. <laughs> I feel like now it should be Friday. In our world, big thing coming up tomorrow: the draft for the My Talkies at eight a.m. on Jason Lexon show. You will be coming in early for Say us. Say that name of that show again. Jason and Alexis. <laughs> okay. What did I call it? Oh, and I don't know. Just yeah. I like a new name. I like this subtle, you know, kind of just. I saw like Steve today, and I'm like, you know, and he goes, "We're going to be really radical." Because I just slurred my words. And, yeah, you slurred your words. By accident. And there's been no drinking here, people. No. None. And there will be no blowing of the noses. No. But yeah, Steve's like, yeah, we're going to be really radical with our picks because you think we're so we're so literal. Listen, that's what's fun about this is all the talking and the ribbon, mm-hmm. and we we think we, you know, we'll see. We'll see, but you're going to be here real, representing real, us. Yeah, I feel real good about uh, the powwow we had today yeah. over our picks. We have first draft because uh, we crushed in heads up, and that's how we I drove home. picked it. I drove home last night thinking, okay, because Lori and I can read each other's minds at this point. Yeah. And I was trying to think of a game show we could be on because we would kill. Yeah. Like the $20,000 pyramid, but one of us has to be a celebrity to get in the chair to ask the questions. And then I thought, if there was a game... Ellen DeGeneres, her game Heads Up, when it came out all those years ago, and it's charades that you put on your phone. It's so fun. It's so fun, but I don't know if there was a game, because you and I always thought we'd be amazing on The Amazing Race. Yes, true. Um, true. But I don't know that there's a Heads Up game. There's a Don't Stand on the Floor game out right now with Rob Lowe. Has anyone watched that? I don't know. I I don't get what it is. I don't get what it is. I didn't understand it. I think he's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight explaining. Very good. Um, But it was like the floor falls out under you. It reminded me of that game when you were growing. It was like a a wrestling thing with blocks of ice cubes. Yeah, icebreakers or whatever. Icebreakers. That was it. It's kind of like Jenga, but it's a square block of ice. Oh, that one. You just knock them out? Yeah. I I don't know. But Lori, there might be a future for us somewhere. The funniest thing on late night last night, though, and was, I'm sure there's a market yeah, for right. <laughs> um, was Jimmy Kimmel had Guillermo backstage and he does the back to back where they look at each other in the mirror and he asks them questions. And if they don't want to answer, they do um, tequila shots. But Quinta mm-hmm. Brunson was the first guest, first winner. Yes. And he handed her an apple that had been cored out and filled with tequila because she won as, you know, yes. Abbott Elementary. Yes. And it was so funny. I just, I love Guillermo uh, backstage so or on a red carpet at the, at, at anything. But it was just, it was very, very good. And John Oliver was the guest and Jimmy Kimmel was like, well, even moving you out of the um, talk show category didn't help us. We lost for the 12th year in a row. I thought that because that was something new this year. And Trevor Noah, who won, yeah. um, said, you know, I knew it. I knew it, team, if we moved John Oliver out of this because he's up against these weekly, weeknight talk shows. And he only has daily. Yeah, daily. And he has one a week. And I right. thought, and when I saw how many people write on it, I thought, yeah. That's a lot of people. Lot. I was kind of rooting for uh, Seth Meyers because yeah. he does a closer look three times a week. And that's an in-depth dive into a topic, and it's really well done and produced. Similar, it's a lot more effort. A lot more, yes. a lot more effort. But I'm always cheering for uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, and I saw them pan to Kimmel and and I his wife too. Molly at the Emmys, and he just kind of looked like, uh, yeah, I know. It's happened again. It's, ha- it's happening again. I'm the Susan again. Lucci of the late night talk show. Right. Area. <laughs> He's got to do five more years of not winning to have that happen. There you go. You know, the one thing that we didn't talk about is when Arsenio Hall came out. At the Emmys. Oh, that was good. I, I, we love that show. 
Love that Remember show. Remember that show? And he said he grew up, you know, wanting to be Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. He was really sweet. It was good. I think he's a good when guy. When did he start wearing that hat? Uh, Grant, you would yeah. probably know this uh, more than we know. It's us. almost kind of like that style of hat that Norman Lear always wore, what I always call a fishing hat. I call them fishing hats, yeah. But, but his hat a little bit more. He's got a little bit, I don't know, he just likes his hat because I think he's bald now. I feel like he always wore a baseball hat, though. No, no. no. Is that? He had no. That, he he wore cool suits. Yeah, he had cool suits, big shoulder pads. Yes. Huge shoulder pads, baggy yes. pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good look. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out, but there's not much the on, on the history of his, of no. Arsenio Hall's hat. Yeah. It was just a thing. That it was, I was a just thing, like, yeah. I'd never see him anymore without a hat. He's got a hat. That's okay, me. so last night or yesterday, I know what's today's date, January 17th. Mm-hmm. So usually, sometime soon, we might be hearing about who's going to perform at the Great Minnesota Get Together, August twenty twenty four. Yeah, we usually hear, you well, know, this time of the year. Yeah, we'll be getting we'll be getting we'll something be getting soon. some news tomorrow. The Jazz Fest in New Orleans going to line do their lineup yesterday. Coachella did their whole yes. lineup, so it's going to come. Yeah, I bet we hear two bands in January, and we'll get two more in February. Yeah, because we usually start hearing it, but what we did hear good news is for 2024, the State Fair is keeping their ticket prices the same as last year. Because they went up last year, they're going to remain the same. It's good. Grant, thank and you. And I think if you buy them in the month of January, they're $15. Okay, just wait now. Just wait. So tickets are $18 for adults, 16 for kids, and there is a senior discount. It's down to $13. Nice. Um, pre-fair admission tickets are $15. Um, it doesn't say when you buy them, but I bet, can I you imagine if you bought them right now for, I mean, that's yeah. a savings if well, you have a family. Well, they'll be on sale at Cub. Cub. Yep. You always like the Cub thing. I like going to Cub. I'm always buying a bunch of tickets for people who are going to concerts with They're going to have new shade umbrellas in Dan Patch Park, improve outdoor lighting, that's new good. water fill stations, which I think is great, and, uh... Bike racks are going to be added next year. I like the Dan Patrick Park having some shade because that's a big open area that usually is just where matted is that down. Again? That's right where right to the left of the, the bridge that goes up into the Coliseum. Oh, Isn't that it? Yeah. Where, where okay, our stage right. is right yeah. by Channel 5 and, yeah. and uh, you know, 1500 over there. It's that park back there. It'd be nice to have some shaded areas back there. That's it, uh, and new fans in the horse barn. Which you never know. I didn't know I needed, but But I'm glad to hear it. I know. And I'm sure there's a market for (laughs) it. (laughs) Why do you play that? Because it's perfect, Lori. It's good. It's It's good. I know. I like it. Okay. Why don't we um, break? We've got got a little um, something interesting dropped, and it is a movie concept. We will discuss when we come back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for hanging out with us on this sunny Wednesday afternoon. That's Jennifer Lopez. And just yesterday, the three of us were talking about why Ariana Grande's Yes, it's me or whatever her new song yes, is. And yes, and is is hitting it with the streaming and Jennifer Lopez's new song. This one is not. No, that's not so, what it's called. That's not what the song is called. I said this is one. Oh no! I expected you to come up with the name. Can't Lori. get enough is the name of the song, and it it dropped last Friday. We liked it. The video yes. dropped, but it just absolutely flopped. And I think it's all you got to say is J Lo is fifty. And there's nowhere for her on the radio. And Ariana Grande has avid fans. And yes. it's a diss track to her haters. And she's got an album coming out in March. And people are just more excited about that. Right. So we've invited Q in. He's our social director here and a, a little bit younger than us. And what happened today is we got a cinematic experience dropped in our mailbox. And it's the new Jennifer Lopez trailer for her movie, this is mm-hmm. me now. So we just have a little couple outtakes and then let's discuss what we think this is going to do. I know what they say about me. About hopeless romantics. That we're weak. And I'm not weak. Okay. Okay, Grant, play the next one. Oh, no. Okay, no, wait, listen to this one, because this is towards the end of it. The trailer. Whenever someone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, my answer was always... In love. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thanks, Grant. Mm. So, this, the way this came out, it's going to be this movie, this 65-minute movie is going to be on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. February 16th, and the project is described as a narrative-driven cinematic odyssey steeped in mythological storytelling and personal healing. Q. Sounds like too much. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Well, she's making a a little mini musical movie that's a documentary that's also a biopic that's also a visual album <laughs> that's also a commercial. That's also a dream. It's also a dream, <laughs> yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's choreographed, and it has big stars, Post Malone, Ben Affleck, Derek Koff, um, Sofia Vergara's in this, um, uh, let's see, Kiki Palmer, Post Malone, Kim Petras. What I have to, so I came into the conversation with the blanket statement of, I don't really care <laughs> about J-Lo. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just don't, and I feel like a lot of people in of my generation okay. would probably agree, specifically mm-hmm. like, 
Now, granted, I am a 20-something male, so yeah. not really my her demographic. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah, yeah. I feel like generally she just doesn't captivate a younger audience. And what? this feels like she's really, really trying and trying a little bit too hard. It's cringy. The okay. trailer that I saw was cringy. And I'll never hate on J-Lo. I love a hopeless romantic. Uh, right. I will never hate her for that. Yeah. But it explains the arguments that she's been in with Ben <laughs> Affleck for the last several months off and on. It's too much. It is. I think this is going to be an epic flop for her. The fact that the song, which is good, Can't Get Enough, mm-hmm. flopped and went, it's not even on the top 200. It got about 3 million views on YouTube. It's just, there's not enough there there. And I know she's making fun of herself and stuff, but the whole time I'm just like, girl, you don't need to work this hard. We know you can sing and dance and act. And the fact that she's been talking about it for a year and it's a play off the album that she made when she was with Ben 20 mm-hmm. years ago. This is me now. then. Oh, then. And now. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is me now. Is this new one? It's such a long stretch of time that people don't care about. And yeah. Q, I want to kind of want to ask something. So you're in your twenty something. So if you know, I don't know that you're her target at all. Um, but Fair. she would probably want to get some younger listeners. You know, some younger younger people involved in her brand and everything because she's involved in the, absolutely everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was smart, you know, several years ago when she collabed with Pitbull on the floor. And she does she does yes. great dance stuff that people really like. Right. And I feel like this is just maybe doing a little bit too much. If right. she were to dial it back and really focus on the singing and the dancing mm-hmm. and do this cool art movie concept that's also an album. I think that's interesting. People have tried to do it for years right with very limited success we call them flaptinas <laughs> yeah but this is just trying to be so big and so grand that mm-hmm. i don't know if it's going to work it just comes off as desperate very yeah. okay and that's what you guys said and so i'm like oh but this will be good because the trailer we posted it we're talking if you're just joining us about jennifer lopez her movie her um, musical experience is a documentary. Narrative-driven. It's so... Narrative-driven cinematic odyssey. This is me it now. cannot I have more story. descriptive words I, to it? try and tell us what this is. Yeah. I mean, that is weird. Because it's really one big, long video edit. It's one big, long video that's really a vanity project, project for her. And wanting to let us know that Ben Affleck, yes, the man with the terrible back Phoenix tattoo is her guy and yes he dumped her 20 years but they're back and they're happy look at me i'm happy and and i think Lori, i think you're right <laughs> i think she's just trying to say i found love i made all these little things i was in love with love but this is true love now this is me but, now yeah and i think i mean like i think everyone can a lot of people can relate to the romantic aspect right and mm-hmm. that like desire and that longing and i know that she's had this you know relationship with ben that can make this grand overarching story, but, but she needs cares. to dial it. Yeah, no one cares. And <laughs> no she needs cares. to dial it back. I said We're... the Hollywood speak on this yes. is there are so many features in the movie mm-hmm. of people popping up here and there that it's trying to draw people in because the actual movie is not going to be good. Yeah. From different demos, like you say, you've got yes. the Post Malone, you've got the Kiki Palmer, you've got the Steve. Sophia Vergara. She's 10 songwriters on Can't Get Enough Alone and borrowed from two old obscure reggae songs. <laughs> oh. 
You know, it's like particle particle board music sheet. There's so many people on it. I, I don't know. I think this is going to be a flop masterpiece for J-Lo. Mm-hmm. And I think she put a lot, a lot of, of money, money into oh, yeah. this. I, and like you guys said, I don't know why she needs to do this. She's J-Lo. She, she just wants to sing from the rooftop. I'm just afraid she's going to sing so loud the whole house is going to crash down. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she's been letting us into her house on her newsletter. I mean, we've been seeing the this house that she and Ben brought is amazing. Mm-hmm. We do know that. I don't. Yeah, Laura. bless her heart. This is her cloud atlas. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> very obscure it, it looks no. Yeah. It actually looks the CGI in this movie looks very similar to the yeah, CGI cloud, in Cloud in Atlas. Cloud Atlas. I'm like, that's what this looks like to me, and I'm just like, oh J Lo. What, you know, Q, what, what singers in her demo, like, do you think are relevant still that you think? I, I'm just curious. So my, one of my hot takes is that I think a lot of these kind of like legacy pop stars yes. are doing too much to try to maintain relevancy and it makes them more irrelevant. Yeah. And I don't know what it, what the recipe is for mm-hmm. success here, but I think if there's someone who would just dial it back a little bit and give us what made them them in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Which is great music, dancing. Mm-hmm. We don't need the theatrics. We, we don't, don't need the right. over-the-top performance. Yeah, we don't like, need her acting and saying, oh, J-Lo, you're a sex addict. And I mean, it's just, it's just I cringed yeah. every second that I watched this trailer that Grandpa, I cringed every second. I know you did, both of you, and I'm like, but it's cute, but she's cute, but she's this, but I will say, based on what you guys said, and I think, Lori, based on how much you love her, you know who did that this year? Cher. Cher's mm-hmm. always Cher, done that. Cher's but she always became relevant, relevant with a Christmas album, something she's never done. Her hit goes number one. I mean, she did something different, but yet Cher. Right, yeah. she it was still share the whole time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she maintained that, and she maintained her image that made her successful, and she's not trying to be a million different things. Yeah, and it is it is hard, right? You're not always going to be right at the top like you once were. And Are you talking, I think some of them personal to us. <laughs> I think some people have a hard time yeah. with that, like some celebrities and especially like pop stars have mm-hmm. a hard time with that. But I think. Understanding that and embracing that is actually the path forward to finding success. Yeah, just just uh, just be the legend that you are, J Lo. You don't need to try this hard. And yeah. I'm trying so I think, hard, Glory. But I, you guys, I think she's just so driven. She's so driven to always do something. But I don't she under- doesn't have people in her life who say, "Wait a second, you know." I mean, she's uh, if a, a credit comes down, a film directed by David Myers. Well, uh, it's not a film. It's a it's one... a narrative-driven cinematic odyssey, <laughs> steeping <laughs> mythological storytelling and personal healing. It's yeah. a mouthful, is what it is. It's a visual album. That's a commercial. That's a documentary. That's a biopic. That's also a satire. <laughs> he wants you to know that too. <laughs> oh, it's also satire. She's yeah. spoofing. She is spoofing. You know? It's yeah. wild. I'm just like, oh, J Lo, you will. I mean, you're never going to make us hate you, but this is going to be a flop masterpiece for her, and I think um, Ben is going to. Just bite his tongue and not say, I told you so. What about the comments? What about the comments on this? Because it was released today. You see, you see amazing this. It's yeah, great. That's also part of what made me skeptical is I was like, I want to see what people are saying. Yeah. It's not trending anywhere. The views aren't doing great. And the comments are all so 
optimistic yeah. and so positive about it. What's it's, it mean? I don't know. It feels the like they're, they're paid. Yep, the bots are working. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. All right. Thanks for waiting, Q. Um, I mean, it does feel like that when you see that many, like, and they're just gushing and this is such a masterpiece. It's just like, oh, my gosh, we have eyes and we know how this works. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Bread and beer. All right. We got to take a quick break. Anyway, it doesn't come we out until you, February we 16th. So yes, she'll we probably do. drop little. She'll probably keep dropping 60 second. Little yeah. trailers for this to try. She's literally been talking about this since last January. I know she has. Oh gosh. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break. Um, we will be right Thanks, back. Q. Thanks, Q. Thank you. Uh, the Slory and Julie. We're gonna come back, and we've got Britt Britt joining us for a little uh, reunion talk. Do this- you mean our bench warming biatch? <laughs> uh, hey. Yeah, that's her. We'll be right back. It's Slory and Julie on my talk. Hey gang, Lori and Julia here for Hammernix Flooring Solutions. With locations all across the Twin Cities area. And one of the latest things that they're doing at Hammernix is they have a hardwood flooring division. Now, and that's when I talk about that, I'm talking about care, it's the installation, the matching in the older homes, the sanding, which was really hard to find someone before because I, for years, was trying to find people to do that to different homes of mine. Yeah, because the wood is so narrow. The and wood is so and narrow. And also, it can be really a dark, 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 much darker in the older houses. Right. The stained and and the they wood. can match. They can stain match for you. If you want to take out down a wall and you don't want it to look funny, they can make it look perfect. And, you know, they're just such a great team to work with. We love, love, love them. I'm um, that luxury wide plank vinyl flooring right now, especially waterproof, that it's waterproof and you can have it through your whole house. And it's comfortable to stand on. It, it's it really soft. Is. That soft. is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Go to Hammernix. Tell them the girls sent you. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is Lori and Julia and our bench warmer, Brittany. Hanging out with us, and that's a reference from the reunion of the Real Housewives of of Salt Lake City. Um, before we get into talking about the reunion part two, let's let's hear from Jeff Lewis. Yeah, did you, Brittany, see Jeff Lewis on uh, in the clubhouse last night? I was pumped about it too because I felt the way he felt about the set. So I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. So he just right away before they got into anything. Uh, Jeff Lewis is roasting the hell out of the Salt Lake City reunion set, and Andy was not too happy with it. He agreed. <laughs> he wanted to move on, and Jeff just dug in his heels. So this is just Jeff. And by the way, that set is the most horrible, tacky, I mean, distasteful thing I've ever seen. It's distracting. You've got, I mean, you're giving those gays too much creative freedom and i don't know who the blind person is who approved that but it's terrible it was monica's choice here's the deal it is we've done hundreds of reunions with beautiful sets Mm -hmm. it is not one of our best no it's but we thank you for admitting yes it's like Um, it's like okay high school prom like gymnasium yes like you know what i'm saying like a terrible it's bad it was that was very funny because it was was so right too it's so hideous and makes me feel uncomfortable every time i look around i'm like i'd hate the combination of the bahamas and winter like it feels like the world is ending (laughs) yeah it's really bizarre it makes no sense but i i love that jeff uh roasted andy for it and andy was clearly annoyed just like andy was so clearly annoyed during uh all of reunion part two i know but oh my god you guys 
I'm pretty sure. So I know we have to get into it though with the Monica and her mom thing. I'm obsessed with LD. I'm obsessed with her name actually being Linda and her deciding halfway through the show she's going to change her name to LD. I'm obsessed that her handle is LD Millionaire. The mom. The That's mom. the mom's handle. No kidding. Monica's mom, who is probably the closest we're ever going to see into evil, and I'm obsessed with her. Like, everything about her is you've seen in a Lifetime original movie of an evil mom. Like... It's beautiful, but I think that even though Andy's annoyed, he's building a narrative of why Monica is the way he is, and he is letting her get away with murder. I agree with you, don't you, Lori? I mean, because what's happening is I we when we're watching the reunion um, last night, and and just he just goes on and on and on, and he doesn't stop it, and he just looks so clearly annoyed, and he's not stopping the conversation, which I don't understand. Well, I think he is just, I think it means that we're going to have an epic third part to this reunion. And who knows, they might even be editing stuff that they'll play back as a a little thing. The thing that I was really uh, struck at is that I do not understand why Lisa and the other women are cherry picking when to believe Jen Shaw and when not to because they don't like Monica, I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day, but at the end of the day, Jen Shaw's in prison for scamming elderly people. I don't understand why they think dumping on Monica about Jen Shaw gets them anywhere. It's not a good strategy because don't quote the convict. And they were quoting the convict. (laughs) That's the best headline. Don't quote the convict. Well, and, you know, age old time now, they've really gone up against Jen and they're mortified once they found out all the things she did. So it's like. You can't pretend that the enemy of your enemy is now not like it, it, you're right. Like the idea of us going, how dare she stalk Jen? How dare she, you know, and everybody claiming that her being a rat when there was vulnerable people that were scammed against. Yeah. It's like, I don't feel bad for Jen. OK, no, we're fine. Don't no. even bring her up. I right. don't even know what we're doing here. That's such a good point, Lori. Yeah, they, they're, they're my, it's the, it, it's it's really I don't know why they're not thinking of that when they're yeah. constantly quoting the convict. It, it it only kind of makes Monica look better, although I think all of her aliases maybe had the FBI or whoever investigated Jen Shaw just hmm. Did we? Oh, you don't. In- investigate those names i mean you don't have four to five last names too that was wild monica Monica is well no to be fair i've had three last names i've actually had four last names well because you you are an icon if you follow my (laughs) social security trail i've had four last names so i am not are yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. we are on to you now how did did you guys feel so mary crosby comes back last night she was on was not at the reunion the first night and she comes back no no she she didn't participate last week's reunion i mean last year's reunion and she's a friend of so she only gets one appearance oh on the reunion so she's out so she shows up for see the part two what did you guys think of her she's epic she really like when she walks into a room people act differently i thought like it's so funny i love when she goes you're scared of me whitney and whitney goes no 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 no, she is scared of her i'm scared of her yeah i'm terrified of mary i would be the way that monica acts around her is exactly how i would be like yes ma'am i know i'm garbage Mm. got it like (laughs) well we have a little bit andy is wants to play 
as an example for Mary that, you know, maybe she is mean and sometimes says things. But Mary's take is she says everything up front and she's not in a confessional talking smack behind people's backs. She talks smack to your face. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Give your opinion on my house, too. You know, it's really interesting because you say everything to people's faces. I do. And it's shocking. Thank you. I mean, it's... I'm saying thank you, because I say it to your face. What made you wear that necklace? Do you have a mute button? No, I don't. Well, you need to get one. I'm on play all the time. You like the E. You're a beautiful girl. Thank you. Don't just... Eat your life away. Wake up. Bobblehead. Okay, you're... Sometimes you say kind of horrible things to people's face. Well, they can say it back if they want to avoid each other's face. And you say, I'm not talking to you anymore. Then that's the end what? of the conversation. Why is she buttoning in? Because, I'm, because it happened you. to me. Because I'm part what of this. What happened to you? Because, like, you say something horrible to me, and then you don't like something I say that's, like, not even the same magnitude, and then you're like, I'm not talking to Lisa. So, I mean, it's like, I don't know how she inserted herself in that, but I, I know I, she's I, talking to Well, she's responding as a member of the group, because yes, I'm saying I, yeah. things to I, yeah. I actually died when he asked, who in this group do you like? And she's straight up listed. And I was, I yep. mean, I was LOLing in, and I was so happy. She would make me cry every day if I was around her, and I also would constantly want to be around her. Like, there's because something you hilarious don't, about the her. The shock value, you don't know what's going to come out of her mouth, that it would be interesting to be by her. Well, how about her thing about her about her son's sex uh, life? And saying to the girlfriend or the wife, she doesn't know what she is, don't, don't be faking it and acting like he's that great in bed. Yeah, I was, yeah. That was Don't hysterical. build up his head. He's probably bad in bed. Stop pretending. I was, I mean, I had to stop it. And I almost woke up go-go. I was laughing so hard. If somebody told me that that's an interaction they had with their son's wife, I right? would die. Yeah, I would die. Yeah. I was crying don't, laughing. Don't pop up my son's head because he's not that good in bed. But the perfect example of her just straight out talking, saying everything. But can I just say this? Like, Lisa Barlow can't talk, like, without, like, not saying like. She's like I know. Wait. It is, it is really... Once you notice it, it's kind of like, uh, what's her name? Well, listen, you just said it. Yeah, I know, but it's, <laughs> I'm doing that to show you. It's like Whitney always says, feel and heal, and she always says, fill and heal. She's on her healing journey. Healing. I'm on my healing. healing. I feel. My healing journey. She says, fill and heal for feel and heal. It. You can't not, once you notice it, it's Oh, impossible. you're broken. I always go, I'm on my, I always tell everyone I'm on my healing journey. Um. <laughs> We do have to talk about this for sure, that when Monica falls down the stairs and oh. she calls Meredith and says, Meredith says, do you want the house? Let's get you the house. I can hear Meredith saying that. Would you like the house? I know. Do yeah. Even lazier mouth. Would you want the, the house? house? We'll get you the house. Let's see I, the house I, and I, husband. I think behind the scenes, <laughs> Meredith, Meredith is evil. I know, but, but she's, she's not. But she's, a she's not conscious. She can't be evil because she's not there. She is what it, unaware she of looked, what year it is. She, she's heavily medicated. I think so. Oh. And so are her breasts. I mean, how about her new cleavage? She has <laughs> something done because she has a new cleavage. Something's yeah. different with her. I feel like you're right. She's not there. Oh, she, I literally, I would love to have dinner with her because you can say whatever. She, I bet she just eats soup and lets it run down her face. Lori, There's you're, nothing. 
there. Wait, and Lori's how about, good. You're good at imitating her, Lori. Uh, yeah, how about how uh, Angie's still trying to make a trampoline with eyes at compliments? It's, I know, like, let it go, Angie. Quit trying to, like, next thing I know, she's going to be selling a product that'll make your face a trampoline with eyes. We do have to mention, too, at some point, uh, Monica's trying to say touche, and she full-on says touchette. And it made me die. <laughs> well, that's an equalizer. Yeah. All right. I mean, there's that's a, like that. that. That's that's from the equalizer. Dan, Denzel Washington says that he in does? the equalizer. Oh, yes. Oh god. Oh, that's hilarious. I, I I'm gonna write that just, down. To see she this. was quoting a scene from the equalizer, the one that just came out with Denzel, where he's in the oh. Murphy Coast. Do you think she knows that that's not yeah. the word? Yes. I feel like oh. she is scripted. Like, she works on a script before the show okay, for something. Yeah. She's got the best. Because she's got good burns. She's got good burns. Yeah. She's got fast one-liner. She is doing what you just said, Lori, quoting movie. I feel like she spends so much time wanting to be in this world. I yeah. just, she, I could never spend that much time. And she would, no, she would scare me to be around. Well, you start out saying the sky's blue, and she said, it is not. You're, you're yeah. wrong. You know, she but, twists everything. She's got mean girl tactics. I think so. And once you kind of realize it, because if she's in an argument, she'll do that fake, like, a laugh escape. She'll be like, oh, sorry. And you're like, I know those mean girl tactics. And you're also beautiful. (laughs) I am one of those mean girls. But I have Mary saying to her, you know, don't eat so much, you're full. Well, that, yeah, that was in the Mary, season. Mary would make me cry every oh. day because I can't even imagine yeah. what she would say. Uh, although I did depreciate uh, Whitney and and um, Heather Heather defending Mary because uh, Lisa Barlow trying to say that the Mormon Church didn't have any racism. I know was, they didn't even let black people in the Mormon Church until 1978, yeah. and Lisa Barlow isn't that young, and she was really trying to dig in her heels on that I'm, one. I'm like, we all have Google, lady. Well, I'm going to be honest though. I think me and Lisa Barlow are the same amount of Mormon, so it's yeah. fine. We both have no idea what's going on in those books or church, and yeah. we're fine with it. There you okay, go. there you go. Yeah, I, don't even worry. I, so, what's going to happen next week? We're going to wrap it the up. The Black Eye. Okay, we're going to talk about Heather oh, Grace, Black Eye. They tease that. Okay, what That's Andy all point, I want to hear about. He point blank asked her, "How did you get?" the black guy and they showed heather covering her face she was just so waste they were wasted on that trip i think she got hit or something happened Uh, who knows what she's gonna say i think she's also gonna be a little nervous because uh you know the freaking criminal is still saying that if you say anything about this i'm coming for you right um i also like i don't they're gonna unfold what try to figure out how many people are reality Von T's. But what we have to accept is Monica will never give us a straight answer ever. ever. And that's going to be agree. annoying. The most, the, the biggest thing though, uh, question is if Heather's lo- okay, Julia and I just saw each other at Jasmine at the soapbox. Okay. There that's is a hair salon, the hair salon. <laughs> and what, what is more confessional than at the hair salon mm-hmm. and that Tenacy or whatever her name is, Heather's longtime hairdresser, who was the one who told her that Monica was reality of Why'd she sit on it for three years? Exactly. There's so much to like push out. I don't know if we're going to get some of those answers, but I will. I want them to nail Monica down. I also have an obsession with her in a way that like, you know how they talked about LD was saying, if it's not you, let it be me. I want LD on the show next her year. Her mom? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, you're so bad. <laughs> we're adding it right there. Her mom, I don't care. Her mom is evil. 
But that black eye narrative, I need. I'm going to be. We're going to find out. Glued yeah. to the TV next week. Oh my gosh! Like I hope we can fill and heal. I hope we have a healing journey from this all. <laughs> okay, Salt Lake Part 3 coming up next week. Um, thanks, Brittany. Nah, um, bye. We're gonna, yeah, b- bye. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Um, okay, so I know that Fargo wrapped up last night. Grant cheated mm-hmm. oh and watched gosh. it without his partner, yep. fiance. Oh mm-hmm. You and Casey watched it. I can't watch it. Jeff is out of town, so I mm-hmm. couldn't watch it. Oh. Just epic. Was it? Did it deliver on all things without Juno spoiling Temple. it? Incredible. Yes. John Ham, terrifying. Great what great word. And it it will make you think. Okay. Also, uh, best supporting nom to Jennifer Jason Lee and her talking like that. I uh, loved her. She's so great. She's <laughs> got a great scene. But um the season five finale came with a valuable lesson. There's oh. a lesson there. Okay. In the last ten minutes. And um one of the messages don't lean on the side of hate and revenge, yeah. but lead on the side of kindness. Okay. Kindness and wins. forgiveness. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. It, anyway, it was, it was really, I, I thought it was epic ending and satisfying. It's called Bisquick okay. is the name of that final episode. Great so name. North Dakota, Minnesota. Yeah, and Juno Temple was on with Kelly and Mark this morning, and um, we know her. Kind of, we kind of met her first in Ted Lasso. Well, I met her in vinyl, and she's okay. been in many other yes. things. She's been around f- for a long time, but we Forgot haven't seen that. her in like a leading kind of a right. thing. And Ted Lasso, of course, she's supporting, and she is English. Yes, she is. And so Kelly said, "How did you get this accent?" Right? And she's like, "Oh, it's Minnesota, don't you know?" And Got right into it, but her family, she was filming Ted Lasso when she was, the last couple episodes while she was working with the dialect coach. Oh, funny. And so at home, she was doing the Minnesota thing, and her (laughs) brothers were like, what are you, how are you speaking? What is that? And she's like, it's Minnesota. So, and I thought Dot really had a great Minnesota accent. And one of the things that I noticed to get, you know, we've always said that, like when you work with the dialect coach, they'll tell you that you're going to work, say a phrase to get into. How do you say Minnesota? How do well, you get into Minnesota? How you get into Minnesota? You see this tick used in Fargo, the movie and Fargo this season, especially um, they say, okay, hun, or okay. okay, then they have these little things where they mm-hmm. get into the thing. Okay, then. All right, hun. Yeah. And so you'll see that. And in the movie, um, I saw a trailer for the movie at Grandview because Fargo is going to play in Because it's theaters. having a big anniversary or something. And Mar- Marge says, hun, yeah. and okay then constantly through that whole movie. And they do in this season. And yeah. if you, and this is season five of Fargo, and it, it replay, it's on FX and replays on Hulu. And if you have not seen any of the other seasons, it doesn't matter. It's, Every season's a standalone. Yeah, it's standalone so, chapter oh, unrelated. How Very sad good. that it's over because I think the acting, you know, I think she's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Absol- and John Hamm is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And, and he's good role. at it. Very good he's at very it. He's very yeah. good at that. I watched um, Death and Other Details, and I told you guys about this yesterday, and it launched uh, last night with Manny Patinkin. And it's about a really wealthy family, and he's like the great detective, and they're out on this family cruise ship, 
and the family is trying to get another family to invest in their family and a murder happens. Mm-hmm. And then um, um, the people in the family are part of this unsolved mystery that this Mandy Patinkin character tried to solve the case 12 years earlier. It's gorgeous. It the the clothes are beautiful. It's it's everything about. I really liked it. So that's kind of if you're looking for something new and fun. Yeah. It's called Death and Other Details. Loved it. Weird title. It's it's weird, Very, but, but nice. I really, I really liked. It sounds it. like a documentary, you know. Yeah, but it's, and what was it on again? It, I think I watched it. Let me just see for sure. I don't even know. Could it have been Prime? Um, we can find Prime. It. it was on Prime, it was. but it was fun. It's something new, like it was a little replacement because I'm, I'm making it's cold Casey, here in Minnesota. I made Casey watch a couple episodes of Fool Me Once while we were waiting for Fargo to happen. Um, that on Netflix, yeah. the Harlan Coben yeah. novel. It's it's good. It's good popcorny, you know, TV show. And speaking of TV shows, The White Lotus uh, announced some five new actors to its cast: Walton Goggins. I saw that. From Yay. Justified, The we Shield, and other shows. Um, Amy Lou Wood, who is the girl with the buck teeth in sex education. Oh, gosh. Do you know what I'm yes. talking about? She was the best friend of Maeve. Yes. And Patrick Schwarzenegger have also joined oh, wow. um, the cast, which, you know, Parker Posey, Jason Isaacs, yes. Leslie Bibb, and then Carrie Coon. So it really is kind of an all-star cast and definitely... You know, Tanya's twin sister, played by Jennifer Coolidge, isn't happening. Okay. But they did film this, or are filming this in Thailand. Right. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. And then, did anyone try to watch the new Taylor Tomlinson? I did. I watched it this morning. It's a game show. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know that I liked it. I'm going to keep taste testing it. I like her. I do, too. And the panel kind of reminded me of Chelsea Handler, which she did with her comedians. On Late Night yeah. with Chelsea, because she always yes. had three people. I don't know if every night it's a game show. Yeah, I guess I don't know yeah. either. It was kind of, but the game show, you don't really get points. You just get points for answering a question. It's like our game shows, too. Yeah. 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 All right. It's a Mary game show, no winner. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's, but you kind of liked it? I did. I, did. I like her. Yeah. I guess I get a kind of a kick out of her, and I just like, she's the only late night female. I got to support her. And, no, I'll just check her, check in with her every day like I do with all my other talk shows. I'm oh, trying to keep Lori. up. I saw Drew Barrymore painfully interviewed Annette Benning for NIAD. That's surprising. I, is she she's just too, too earnest. Okay. She's too earnest. It's like a, it would be like being interviewed by a golden retriever who could talk and lick you at the same time. Oh! It's just too much. And hold your hand. And hold your hand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on my talk.